0: Sneaker business talk, talk. The podcast you cheer for. Sneaker business talk, talk.
1: It's the Soul Material podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast you cheer for. I'm the OGeo. All right, it's T Mark the Street Shark. And we are here once again for some sneaker business talk clarity over popularity. Thank you again for joining the podcast. You cheer for and in typical OG and shark status. We're going to pay homage now to a childhood just thing that we just enjoyed, loved, took full advantage of into our college years. <sighs> so long farewell to East Bay. And we are here to take a few minutes just to, of course, have some story time and educate you all on the significance of East Bay and put you on to some things that they did that was forward thinking, if not revolutionary in many ways that we even do today as far as how social media and the internet and technology has evolved. But um, for the most part, Shark, you want to start off, man, because I feel like shedding a tear because I immediately was thinking of, that mail coming every two weeks and um, you're going running that mailbox to get that catalog, man, but not to uh, spill too many beans, man. But I just think back and I'm just like, wow, again, what a time to be alive.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that have happened um, in our timeline that, you know, you enjoyed it in the moment. And then now you look back, looking back because it's just like, it's over, you know, um, because, it's just like, but your memories aren't over. So that's why we're here. We're the podcast you cheer for, because we want to keep that nostalgia alive. And then if you didn't know, uh, if you were in, in real time, because you might you have seen different iterations of East Bay, you know, because they didn't just start online. So we'll just do some snapshots. Um, but for, for who they were, you know, just, uh, wow, what an epic run um, for that type of retailer um, to hit so many people and go like direct to consumer that way. When that, at that time, you know, in early nineties, it was, you had to go to the stores uh, well, you know, cause one, there's no internet. So, um, you had to go to the stores, but for sporting goods and our youth, uh, demographic being uh, communicated with and, 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 and targeted um, to the, especially, you know, the sports athlete lifestyle, like that, that customer that didn't shop at the sporting goods stores. Um, the I'm just like, I'd love And as an adult that does a lot of business marketing acquisition, I'd love to go back and just see the paperwork on how they, you know, segmented the audience to actually get direct mail catalogs for this market into those people's hands, right? Because, you know, our older siblings, parents, and a few generations before us, like you evolved from this department store to shops, you know, like that, that transition. And then like with department stores, you had Big fat, you know Macy's, J.C. Penney's uh, catalogs that just had everything. Sears, uh, um, you know you could, you could Christmas shop out of the Sears catalog, you know. But and then you know there was every category for the household for every person in the household, right? But then eBay, but then uh, came about. And to be honest with you, for me, it was around middle schoolish. Um, where I discovered it. So it had just like happened. So that's like early 90s, uh, 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 you know, 92, three ish, somewhere Mm -hmm. around there. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, this is around the origins of Slam magazine. They're, They're so near the beginning around that time where you were able to read about it in your language. Um, you know, you saw images, and the way that it was presented, it it just it resonated with a larger demographic that it was like, if you know, you know. So, because I believe, if you were a football player, if you were a baseball player, like you, but you had an element of the know, you were that was the the thread that went through all of the the type of consumers right because you the way that they pictured the athletes and then you get the cartoons on the catalogs and everything like that um because it was seasonal like you had mentioned you know bi-weekly and um and it was just brought up one just to go the anticipation of getting it in the mail um and then you were om- you were literally reading about the stuff um, um you know what i mean so i got to for me being a you know, someone who's very into the details from a very young age, it was educational because I learned the name of the shoe by reading about, it. reading the name first, not like hearing about it and then nicknames and all this other stuff. So you, you read the shoe, right? You read what the name of the shoe is. And then like, I'm actually, now that I think about it, I don't know if I'm surprised or not. That but the eBay eBay did something that nobody ever
1: like did again. I was about to take you read my notes, Tony, and I ain't even got notes of, on this joint. I know you're about to go. there. They put the weight of the shoe, and not oh. only that, but the intricate details as far as synthetic leather or so, I mean. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about details for details. They gave like, you the ingredients. Like that's the period. only
0: place that they gave you the calorie count. The, you know, how lo- how many, uh you know, what we, have again, breaking down the materials, talking about how much a, a thing weighs in the ounces. Um, and then, you know, the way that they broke down the size and colorways, it was just such a, um again, the way they presented it, you know what I mean? Because it, it wasn't your square, you know, like, shoe 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 even the way that they spread the the layout of the pages and, and cute, laid shark. their images that's and cute. laid their uh mm-hmm. the transitions between the blurbs of the picture of the athlete
1: and- now that is shark but think about when they would layer the same shoe but the different colorways and how they would kind of structure like it was a mountain almost like that was Again, for thinking, because, again, you mentioned the Sears catalog, JCPenney's catalog, you would get your square like you mentioned, and it would be the product, the price, and you'll get the details. But again, a lot of magazines, you mentioned Slam, believe it or not, folks, a lot of things were taken or borrow from East Bay because it wasn't just a product. As you said, it was the stories. It seemed like at that time, it wasn't really a big deal who you were contracted with. So you may get one with Deion Sanders on the cover. And then the next time, you know, you may get Rich Gannon or some someone. The next time you may get, I'm saying this as an example, but you may get a Tiger Woods. And and then it was just, again, the presentation was just so awesome when it came in. It wasn't like, mom, I want this. It was almost like, I'm going to sit down. And read this because it's appealing to the eye. It's educational. It's informal, and it was entertaining, like you said, Tony. It's just a catalog.
0: Yeah, it was a catalog, and and then it you know it turned into a wish list because I used to like circle the stuff that I wanted. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, and then I would like I would highlight things, and then you know if there was two shoes I wanted, I wanted to know about the shoe. I wanted to know about the weight. So when, but at that time, at that young age, I actually don't know. The relativity of of the weight, right? But now I got to read about it for the first time, and now I get to think about it differently. So I actually stood in the store and be like, "This way, this and this Harachi does. It. Oh, it is way lighter than this, uh, 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 you know." And like, you don't even consume it that way. We just pick a shoe up off the shelf and then really like, you know, pictures yourself using uh, wearing them or. At that time, it's just more ball first, <laughs> you know, ball is life <laughs> you and, and, you know, what you're going to do in it. So just factoring that in, it, it's just like, oh, I'm actually indirectly learning about performance elements um, and how it can literally translate to my game, um, you know. Um, so even the the Reebok Punks, um, you know, the first time I had a, a sprained ankle and then it was just like, tie up the shoe tighter and pump it up blah, blah, you know and you you things were illustrated like that through east bay um you know because you you know on that page you would see the the d brown um, um you know and it's and again when you resonated um and and some of that stuff was may have been regional um and then of course with the the seasons of the sports that's also why I alternated basically on what was going on at the time. And a lot of stuff was going on at the same time. So sometimes it's like the same products um, from the same like layover of the seasons, but it was just reordered in the magazine uh, in the, in the catalog that you got because of who was on the cover and how that was themed. So it was like, you know, this and this, uh, um, and then just even like the middle pages, because you had to like rip out the, like, if you wanted to, send a check, you know, you can fill out some stuff and like just going through that, um, again, like, and then it's younger. So you got to ask for the money, (laughs) uh, um, or, or, um, you know, ask for the credit card, like even just getting on the phone, um, and talking to them and then like doing a a phone order, um, and putting in the, um, like you gotta hand the phone off to the adult, or you gotta like, do you have permission? Uh, um, and um, and then the fact that you would like talk to people on the phone, and they would like maybe me look that up, and then just go through the inventory with you on the phone, right? Like, <laughs> uh, what, what about that? You got a twelve? Oh, you only got eleven. I don't know if I can do that. Oh, what about this? You got like that was always part of the um, the experience for me, and you know, I mean, like. Before I get into you know some like couple other things, because um, but tell them OG like like that call. <laughs> what was that call like for you?
1: It's interesting, Tony, because um, something came to mind when you mentioned that was the reinforcement of what happened in the mid nineties and in our college it's going to ninety eight, ninety nine, and that was going to a Foot Locker or a Chance and having that catalog in front of the register. So you got that reinforcement of seeing basically the same magazine once companies merged and so forth, and them ordering for you there on the spot, and that being advertised. But one thing, Tony, I have to share with the world is that
0: um, yeah. Well, hold on, pause real quick because I want to really illustrate what that meant for people. Like, so what the OG just said, soul material. So we're gonna break down the layers real quick you said that the catalog was in the store by the register right Mm -hmm. so i know this because i was there but i don't know if everybody's there so let's just tell them real quick that wasn't like just sitting up there like a magazine like they used to sell them on the magazine shelf whatever like that's not what you're talking about right this i'm talking about the binder
1: there you go strongly encouraged right there
0: (laughs) okay it was really like a you know a the Tested, he was like on a po- podium, um, you know, it,
1: it in looked a binder like-
0: uh, that was laminated, and then you flip the page. Like you felt like you, you was an employee. You if felt you like were, you, if, was th- you was there. You was ordering from the.
1: <laughs> from if you were from an African American household in eighties and nineties, it was the equivalent of going to grandma's house and having that huge Bible in the living room that you could not walk in <laughs> unless it was Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter. And it was open to whatever her big scripture was. And that's exactly what it looked like walking through. So it looked like, hold up, what is this? So a lot of times, believe it or not, no matter what was on display, it looked so important. People going to the store, just flip through the page to see what what, what is this? And yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think that that
0: deserved a moment, so go ahead. <laughs>
1: definitely, definitely, definitely. But what I wanted to share is that um, seventh and eighth grade, um, 92, 93, 93, 94, my locker in junior high school was, quote unquote, designed with cutouts from east bay magazine so just to reinforce it wasn't just a catalog it was entertainment and education and so forth so shoes that i wanted while well, i was claiming i was going to get i remember they had a larry johnson spread at that time he was the first pick of the charlotte hornets that so was my favorite player, so i remember having so outside of beckett and sports illustrated east bay was what i went to to cut out stuff for my locker <laughs> going to school so over my locker and more than half of the quote unquote posters of cutouts were from east bay so um Yeah, man. And and again, you get it every two weeks. And honestly, it was cool back then because we were kids getting something with your name on it. Yeah, (laughs) but check this
0: out. You know, like speaking of the locker, you know. I will say not everyone was fortunate enough to get the package in the mail, Hmm. so that locker. Or hanging out by the lockers, what I'm referencing and the in between the classes and breaking it out in the back of the, the class under the desk or whatever, sharing it around. Um, at least my experience was, you know, I learned it from like one other person, uh-huh. but that person was so low-key, no one even knew that they were really into it. I just knew them because they were into, into ball uh, and, the, and we used to hoop together. Um, but other than that, um, but when for some reason when I had it, a lot of people, there was a lot of like, you know, you know, like Snoop Dogg, you know, like you ain't put it, you know, when he bring out the gin and all the cups come. Like, that's what I, I don't, that's how I remember it, because I don't know, I know who put me on, but I know I put a lot of people on. Because I'm just like, y'all don't know about this? Like, this is like the greatest thing ever. It's like Santa Claus sends me. Uh, you know a, a book to tell me what my options are <laughs> what i what i can get this year um because um the, of the stat and that's why i want to say like it's not even it was, it became so communal to mm-hmm. share the magazine um uh, when it came and to me um like that that's like viral <laughs> you know what i mean and in it's you know grassroots form you know because that's still word of mouth. Um, uh, cause you could like refer people like, yo, cause that's how I started too. like, mm-hmm. yo, could you rip, can I get your tab where you rip the tab off so I can send mine so I can fill it out so I can start getting one. Um, um, you know what I mean? Like that type of like, um, cause you could get the discount, you know, they would print the, the codes on the back for the discounts. Um, and that'll be like your code. Um, um, you know, and then like for me, um, I got a little selfish, you know, middle school, going to high school, because I was sharing, but I was sharing so much that, like, balance wasn't giving them back, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> like you know, and then it was like, my, you know, I couldn't, like, you didn't give it back to how I gave it to you, because it's all wrinkled up and everything, and then, you know, like I said, I still wanted to write in it and take my notes and circle, so I smartened up, like, one time, you know, ordering one with my mom, you know, giving me permission, and then, like I, I was like, yeah, got an extra magazine, but put it in her name. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm getting two. Um, so now I got the throwaway one. Um, I then I still got one. Uh, um, at home, so I had to even be slick, cause you know what I'm saying like it wasn't treating. You know, the, you know, it was for the community. I tried to help everybody out, but you know, they it's, like like the library. Like just just put the book back where you got them. You know, you we. Got were, we could all get along, you know what I mean? So I had to smarten up and protect my assets with, with the East Bay. Like, that's how serious the East Bay book was.
1: Seriously. And, Tony, I'm glad you mentioned that because one thing that I would be remiss if I did mention, too, was not only how things were presented, but the equality of the brands. So I vividly remember when the Grant Hills came out, the first ones, and the Grant Hills got the same love as I remember the next page had some British Nikes and then Blacktop was hot. But then you got, you know, Nike doing their thing with Griffin with Bo. But the way things were presented, it was like equal opportunity in which no matter who was who, it was almost like a newspaper saying, hey, th- this is your corner. This is their corner. This is his corner. That's their corner. Y'all all got 25 percent. And that was it. So to me, I just remember it not being too many, too much politics of saying, wow, this magazine is 85 percent Nike, you know what I mean? Or or 20 percent Adidas. No, what was going on was just, to me, again, evolutionary because they brought so many things as far as just knowledge to shoes, period. That if you were, you know, in Bach life or in a Nikes and then you had Etonics, you had so many brands and it was just good at that time to just not feel like you were not popular, not popping, because particularly in the DC area, if you weren't wearing a certain shoe, because as long as it was clean, K-Swiss, you talk about, you know, you talk about troops before. It was so many brands. And if they was in East Bay, they presented a way like, yo, I got to have that. You know, and the web wasn't like, yo, what are those? It's like, where you get those from? And then again, like you said, Tony, got, I got my catalog in, in, up in the middle of my underarm dog. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then like the adult businessman,
0: mind looks at this and says like everything that you just said like they just they did what we've talked about the athlete was first there you go okay and then it was about what the athlete was wearing and how they were wearing it and what they were doing like and how this enhances their performance and you know so and and again we've lost that signature you know in many categories of of entertainment and sports and everything like that Um, but it's, and then the brands become, cause they want like, no, but it's us. And this is who we are, you know, Um, you know, cause at that time it's athlete first, every brand. That's why it was so many, everyone having signatures cause it was cool like that. Cause again, the equity um, of the presentation was more there just because they wasn't like trying to beat each other up. They were just mm-hmm. trying to compete with who they got, um, um, you know, and then the players play and then the rest of the stuff, sells itself because you got to win and keep being on TV <laughs> for the uh, it. It work. So in East Bay, yeah, they help with that um, with that equity, definitely. And then there's, you know, so then it was just like whatever was featured. And then, again, it was more featured for its season hmm. and what was going on uh, um, that was timely uh, for whatever um, athlete because I can just think about and there's just so many, cl- the imagery and the artwork, you know, you, like you guys, uh, you know, should know by now that I'm a collector of a lot of things uh, um um out there for our audience of you know with toys and nostalgic uh, um you know just items from <laughs> from the childhood and a lot of those things you know the box art is just so classic um for each series master of the universe ninja Turtles, all those things like when you see it you know it from a distance you and it's the same thing to me east bay covers you you know i could you know i want to I see that the font painting, i see the yellow I painting, painting it. of yeah, the the first the font that but then just every just the collage of every uh, uh um you know uh cover you know like and I can't, I, there's no, like, one that's favorite or whatever, but it's just still, like, I can just see the Santa Claus sneaking in the chimney with the sneakers falling out the set. So, you know bad. what I'm saying? And I'm then, bad. you know, and then there's, like, the Barry Sanders. And then, like, um, you know, again, with the with the Dion's and more like the Ken Griffey, um, you know, and there's so many different ones because, you know, they weren't just on the cover of one dime. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? They had uh, multiple shoes. Like, you know. And then, and equally important was um, again it was like beginning, middle, and end um, um, because you had little things uh, uh, um, that were grabbed your attention. And even on the back cover, again, for those that don't know, they you know they would print uh, coupons on there uh, um, that would be exclusive to to uh, to your account. So again, it just made you feel like you were um, somebody when and, and like, but it evolved because you know it got on the East Bay on to, online just to move the timeline you know and um more things got a little competitive with everyone being online and then uh-huh. you know sharing distribution with that Footstar Inc. ink umbrella with footlocker champs and then layover all those things um having the same stuff but east bay still managed to have their own stuff um especially their derivatives with final score uh-huh. uh, um, uh-huh. because that's where the So they had a whole separate uh website um uh, but guess what that started off as a separate magazine and catalog, too. Final score. Like, that was like some elite stuff. If you even knew how to get to that one, too, later when it started, and then you're waiting, you're like, wait a second, now I got this super yellow um <laughs> uh catalog coming where it's called Final Score. And then that means that that's like all final sizes or back stock or super liquidated sales stuff. And then they put that in its own magazine and sent it to you man and he'd be like how that make it over here and then now you know and then you got to call and talk with the phone again and there you go, go. so what sizes is here what about this um so those things and then they had another one for team stuff too if you actually anybody used the team stuff even though it was baked into the usually the middle of all the magazines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the team stuff or um but yeah because you could customize stuff like but it was even the thought uh, uh uh like i remember a youth league team one year the coach i guess he decided to use east bay and that, and i just thought it was cool that year i wore a jersey that was printed by east bay i was He's like right. Ooh, that's, that, that i know what that is <laughs> um um you know so just little things like that 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 was like um so important but moving to the online you know that phone experience changed (laughs) Um, um, uh, over time, especially when uh, sneakers got popular, but you could still call Foot Locker. You could see again. Yeah. I don't don't know if you know, uh, but again, even when you were online, like there was, was a time where you could like, wait on, you were trying to get online, but you were still on hold on phone, on the phone at East Bay. And you might be on multiple phones on hold somewhere. And East Bay was one of those. There you Um, go. And um, many times they answered on the other end, and I was thankful uh, because I sure enough sat there and you know listening to that elevator music. And then sometimes just because it was cool, because of sports, it wasn't always elevator music. It might be like the you know Nevada or something. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, um, Or or then like a clip from a a sporting event. It didn't hit Hmm. you with some you know alternative in between. That's like. Semi-relevant, uh, you, know, you know what I mean. So, like, I uh, that goes back to I think they knew who their customers were, uh, um, and they weren't going. They were going to hang on to that line.
1: Um, so, it's cool you, say that, Tony, because they knew who their customers were, but they were the staple, and dare I say, they created an arena and a space for their consumer. And in a legacy standpoint, Tony, I want to say this to the audience. If you are age, you know, you know, this is, you know, we're preaching to the choir, but you have to understand how weird and odd it was during this time. I'm talking about when they started the direct mail in 1990 for you to get, as Shark said, you know, a few minutes ago, this kind of stuff in the mail. Our era, our generation was you throw on something to go get something. So you get dressed to go to Athlete's Foot or to PG Plaza or to Foot Locker. The only people that were getting stuff in the mail was grandma or mom getting their porcelain, you know, dishes or maybe something from Finger Hut or something like that. So it was bizarre at some point. <laughs> for you to be an athlete for you to like shoes for you to like a pearl that we are like now and getting it in the mail it was like what and they totally broke that mold until now what are we doing ourselves as sole proprietors or whatever you want to call us out here everyone's a seller online everyone so i give them the legacy of breaking that mold in our culture Say so it was cool for you to get a tennis shoe or a t-shirt in the mail and um, not just go to a brick and mortar and spend your gas and so forth. So they are legendary for that. And that's what I remember them for, because before them, you know, something coming to mail was definitely for mom or, or for grandma. Definitely.
0: Yeah. And there's someone who always like being an individual. You still loved access to stuff that not everyone had that you still couldn't see in the stores. Uh, um, right. And then it's just like it's a trust factor because it's just like I know what I'm doing. I'm calling the right guy. I'm calling East Bay. They got me, you know, because there were other things that tried to sell you jerseys and this. And I might have tried to get a jersey and then it sent a check and it never showed up. Um, But East Bay was right there, Um, you know, and, you know, I just love seeing that that. That palette of college basketball jerseys um, and warm up tops, uh, um, you know, that would uh, be spread. And then they got the authentic, and then they got the replicas. They, they, they lined it all up for you um and you know same thing with the football and basketball jerseys and then we um they helped us out with the swing man era the first version of the swing man era um and um and then you know everything else in between so i just uh commend them for their longevity and the customer service um and um you know and it was like they're in like wisconsin so it's just like this they're not even a big city and you you, you, you know so it's like it's almost some like mythological, like they're just in the Midwest and nowhere land. And, you know, but all of these shoes, you know, it's like the North pole, like, is this, this the North pole, the East Bay's headquarters or something like everything just gets shipped out from everywhere. So um, yeah, just loving, uh, you know, what they've done, you know, and in the latter years, um, I think that everyone had already forgot about them. That's why some things uh, phased out as well, because um, you know, I've gotten plenty of deals um, uh, on their sites over the last couple of years. And we uh-huh. try to tell you through all the acquisition as well about their, you know, 40, 50, 60 percent off uh, uh, sales that they have on top of the things, um, you know, checking the final score websites um, as well, just to get those last couple, you know, Jordans or, or, or LeBrons done that you weren't even. Thinking about like how did this make here? Like how did these KD All Stars make it here? Um and but they were you know and you just had to be there. Um but it was just always um um great that East Bay was there for us. Uh, um because they showed up, they were consistent. Um you know they just dropped you know hits after hits and you know it was just a staple in your life and you know in your circle and how you interacted with people because then it's just like you know you have the answer
1: uh, to the question. Where'd you get those? Understood. And unlike today, <laughs> people don't understand that all you say in phone order. My success rate with East Bay, even with final score, when they were advertising the magazine, we only have an 8.5, a, a 10, 11, and 12 left. I would say it was between 85 and 90%, which is crazy when you say something's coming in the mail, it's already been printed. It's a delay of you getting it in the mail. And then I call and they only have a limited size that they printed in the magazine. And I call and they still have that size available, 85 to 90 percent. So that's what I remember East Bay for two and final score is that um, I I did. I got to be plus an A minus, you know, going through them um, and and calling during a very significant time um, in my life where shoes were just everything and the cheapest I can get, get them was the better. That means I can get more. So I'm like you, Shark. I was like, Oh, these are only $50. Oh, I got a hundred dollars if I can go get these now. So that was always that game and East Bay helped me out with um, the addiction, if you will, and <laughs> turned into a collection. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that that's
0: what introduced my old household to what was never gonna go away um um you know was the the love of uh, of east bay and you just sat back and thumbed through the magazines um and um you know wished uh you know that might have been the first part of manifesting um you know because then it's just like hey i want this and then now i gotta or right, i gotta do a chore here this is how much it costs you know like this is these are ethics that are being installed <laughs> um through you know um things that you interested and passionate about. So just wanted to pass on that nostalgia uh to our audience. Um say salute uh uh to East Bay as they have now uh officially uh shut down their operation everything is fully liquidated if you see anything on their site right there um get it before it's gone and uh you know to that it's just like sorry I I feel like they can we get one of those moments where it's like the Last episode of Martin or the Fresh Prince or whatever, where you just sign the wall and turn off the lights. You know,
1: good night, East Bay. (laughs) Well, East Bay, rest in paradise. And thank you for being a part of a wonderful time in my childhood and teenage years, because it would not have been the same um, without you. So, East Bay, salute.
0: All right. There we go. Signing off uh, for the podcast you cheer for. So, Soul material, another one in the
1: books. Yes, sir. Until next time, I'm the OGEO. All right. It's t the Street Shark. See you when we see you. Peace to you.